hear pouring. We are officially live, gentlemen. With one, one person gone. Yeah, with one person gone. <laughs> Keith always gives me shit. I'm always like, are, we, are you guys ready? Are you guys ready to go? Are we going to do this? And then Keith's like, well, I thought you already fucking started. So I just decided to right. go for it this time. And we oh, swore within 30 year. seconds. <laughs> <so>. yeah. <laughs> Demonetized within the first episode of the new year. <laughs> That's how we roll. Um, sort of. Uh, if I exclaim at any moment, or I look like I'm shuffling around in my chair, that's because my back is still fucking killing me. Oh, um, so if I'm a bit fidgety it's not, and someone's talking, it's not because I'm objecting to what you're saying, although that may be true as well. <laughs> um, um, hello. Um, welcome to 2021 for anyone listening to us or watching us on YouTube, listening to us on Spotify or wherever else you Google podcasts, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in to Pixel Points. We're a group of people from around the world who enjoy good beer and video games and like talking about both. We're not here to promote drinking, especially at 8am. Um, that's why I have tea which I accidentally made with two tea bags and milk that should have been probably gone down the sink about three days ago. Ugh. It's okay. Um, <laughs> and But yeah, if you think I'm getting up and doing this without tea, you're mad. Um, we'll quickly... Oh, this, I'll just do a quick intro. So this is our uh, review of 2020, where we learned from Cyberpunk 2077 that crunch is the only way that games should be developed. Uh, we also learned that um, Animal Crossing New Horizons has bred a generation of people during the COVID lockdown to live lives of environmental destruction, um, consumerism, and a beholdenness to uh, banking authorities. So thanks to Nintendo for that one. And also in oh, endorsing black market sales. Yeah, black market turnip sales. This is, the, this is going to be the future. Um, so if you haven't been growing your own vegetables, you better start soon. Um, but overall, I think every, um, you'll all agree with me that I'm going to change my background to show my thoughts about 2020. <laughs> oh, uh, what's the top? <laughs> Doesn't quite Get fit. directly to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, 2020 is behind us. I remember that when I from the Monopoly board. It looked exactly <laughs> like that on the American yeah. version. Do not collect two thousand and twenty dollars. Sorry, that was, a, that was a cross between Scottish, Welsh, and Irish. <laughs> sounded a, sure it sounded a bit like the uh, the peasants in Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah. Okay. Job, my lord. Yeah. <laughs> 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 three pick number three my lord 
and, and 2020 also showed us that um, Mitch is the best at games amongst us. Dude, I don't know what the what the hell you're doing, Keith, but your gamer score is like so freaking high. Every time I go to match myself up with other friends, you're always... game passing it all day, every day. Yeah, dude. My, my on my game score on Xbox. Yeah, it carried over my last one. Oh, so, okay. I've, oh, I'm I wonder. On... I, oh, I wonder if I remember mine. That'll be interesting. So I'm only on. You, I'm only on the same uh, login. Yeah. I don't know if I have the same email though. Uh, Mitch's hat is making my half sleepy brain like go on alert. Like every time, like it pops up, it's like, Ping! I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Mitch won that in a loot crate, which he won twice. So, oh yeah, uh, nice. I won three times technically, but I couldn't win. I was I was Jeez. disqualified because I won twice in a year. My loot crate, uh, it had like a sea of thieves, uh like cool ship thing but since i don't play i send it off to my uh friend who does like secretly i just like did it for christmas so i just like got his address and like taped it up really weird and wrote his address like big in a big purple marker on it and mailed it to him and he's like what the heck is like his wife like called him like when the package arrived like there's something here for you like like covered in tape or whatever I, I, i'm gonna open it like and he's like okay like she like carefully opened it on on phone and then the other thing i got was like a pair of uh doom shotgun shell shot glasses oh that's, that's cool. cool yeah that, like i kept those those are mine yeah they're cool all right we will quickly whiz around the room um to see how everyone is uh, a quick don't you mean quick, quick slash around the room? No, don't no, no. get wet. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll go. I'll go dash, Bob. I'll go dash. I got a sink right here, so I'll be good for a slash. Yeah, I, mean, I there's nowhere I can have a slash around this room. Otherwise, I'm just pissing in my own property. <laughs> in in Japanese style bad. apartments, the, pro the the kitchen sink probably transforms into <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a microwave. That's some, uh... uh oh. Uh oh, I've just told the fridge to explode. Um, yeah, a very quick thing about how how 2020 was for you the transition from one year into the new or if you happen to be Jewish or Muslim um, you're probably thinking what the hell are these idiots talking about the calendar hasn't changed yet or Chinese or Chinese, or Chinese. Um, so Matt um, or how a was French the revolutionist uh, on the transition between 2020 and 2021 um, I think last night it was 8 or 7C while we were outside watching the fireworks. So um, the other thing about my neighborhood is everybody apparently owns fireworks. Um, <laughs> you have to watch them. Have to try so it's a requirement when you move to uh, Las Vegas. I, yeah, I guess. Like, well, I, nobody really gives a shit. Like the, the cops don't care. Um, so is it, is it a case of, were you watching, is it everyone owns fireworks or firearms? Yes. And you are outside <laughs> watching everyone just shoot in the air? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what he means by fireworks. They're, yeah. just, they're actually, just shooting their guns. I have I have some videos. I'll I'll probably post about Twitter. But yeah, <laughs> so but it was enjoyable. I actually made it to midnight. Nice. Good, Evan. Is that on. surprising? I mean, aren't you at midnight right now? 
Uh-huh. Is that that surprising, considering you're at midnight right now? Well, on the days that we record the podcast, I always prepare myself. But usually, New Year's, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm asleep at like 10. Yes. Okay, okay. You're okay. mentally prepared to suffer us at that time of night. <laughs> With a six pack, six pack at 8 a.m. in the morning, yeah. and it just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, New Year's for me, I generally try to do a project um, because a number of years ago, uh, my cousin and I, because we just like didn't care. Like we weren't, we weren't old enough to have like a group of friends that we ourselves did like a New Year's party. So like we usually tagged on to like some parents or whatever party. And um, so we just, uh, the one year we were like, let's just make some stuff. So we actually, um, we spent the whole night watching we watched like Ocean's 12, Spider-Man 2, and National Treasure like right in a row while making um, Lord of the Rings style cloaks out of like wool and stuff like that. And so yes. we, we took peanut, peanut butter and jelly. And then, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then we like took a break, went and watched the ball drop, got them all done by like 2 a.m. And then we went out from 2 a.m. to like 5 a.m. like out in the winter, like wrapped in our cloaks having adventures and stuff like that <laughs> but last night but last night uh i um have two uh two friends who are doctors who got their uh their vaccines and stuff and so we went over to their house because uh, he has a nice place in a woods um and we celebrated uh because uh, he's Hmong and she's Egyptian so we had like all sorts of wonderful good food and stuff like that cool. and like like he's never turned down a doctor who's like here what what would you like you want this gin gin bourbon bur- beer 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 yes beer like uh, but no it was, it was great and it was wonderful to actually get to hang out with some other people and not not like have like the tiny little like you know the creep monkey in the back like a like Oh, is the poison here? Oh, is the poison here? <laughs> like, and yes, I think Corona is French. So. <laughs> Bonjour. Um, so, no, so it was it was wonderful. Um, and we got back by uh, oh at two twenty seven a.m. and that's when I texted guys. I'm fading fast. <laughs> I'm not gonna make. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I've got a day to recover before doing this shit. Um, yeah. Right, so now we're actually going to talk to Evan rather than people talk over him. That's very rude of you. I don't, actually, I don't think anyone talked over me. I, I I didn't say anything. I didn't even know you chose him. <laughs> I, I oh, Evan. Sorry, sorry. Did you point out? Sorry, who's sorry. Evan? Sorry. <laughs> who's Evan? You talk over. Who's who's well, Evan? We're basically the same person, just in two different time. Period, so so I guess I, Evan's the new Matt in 2021. Yeah. I guess that's how it works. Evan's the new Matt. Um, I'm good. <laughs> I'd be okay uh, with that. I got. <laughs> I have one more one more week of vacation, so that's that's a bit depressing. Got to go to school next week on Friday, but uh, other than that, everything's okay. Forget what. Uh, what are you studying? Oh, uh, work slash school. He's a teacher. Basically, the, basically the, the same place. Okay, that's yeah. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ask, be asking a lot of weird like questions. I probably should know the answer to. Continue, sir. 
Uh, I've, been, I've been yeah, studying I, technically how to remain it's, it in is, Japan. Yeah. 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 How to get permanent residence. Married to oh. Japanese national, this should not be this difficult, but yet it is. Um, how to get a how to get a US PSN account in Japan. Oh, how to get my credit card to fucking work anywhere but Japanese websites. Yeah, that's what that's what I've been studying. It's, Every now and then it works. It's so funny, it's like for you guys for you it's like so so terribly difficult. Whereas for my dad, because how much uh, Irish he is, like he's been like approached like hey like you have enough Irish like if you move to Ireland for just a year and a half or whatever you could you could get your citizenship <laughs> like here comes come in your in your in your gray years like come spend your retirement money in Ireland it's we quite need a, your money. You get an Irish passport if you've got any grandparent with an Irish connection you're mm. you're able to yeah, they my, do do that in in Japan as well. Yeah, my grandmother's half Irish, like so. It's you'd think that they'd want to. Sorry, go ahead. That was it. Mikey. That was it. You're. Oh, okay. You'd think they'd want to be a bit uh, get have people who currently live in Japan or uh, possibly want to move here to have an easier time getting at least work visas because I mean how many years in a row that there's been more deaths than births? I mean, the Japanese yeah, population sure is declining the at a population. Severely, severe rate. The language barrier is the most difficult part about living in Japan. It's just such a difficult language and just not a lot of people know it. Getting used to working in a place with, uh, with having to speak Japanese is quite a difficult thing to overcome. I think that's one of the main reasons that uh, just keeps people from either working, moving here, or staying here for a long enough time. Yeah. But anyways, they yeah when I was over there, the thing that was so was difficult for me I, and I was, cause I was like, I was excited. Like, Ooh, I get to like tr use one of those, like the Japanese cell phones. And then I get there and I'm all excited. They're like, Oh no, you can't buy a cell phone. If you're God, not it's... Japanese, we will they, they think, rent. They think you're going to fuck rent, off. Yeah. Yeah. We will rent you a very basic cell phone, but owned by, a Japanese national. Well, I was like, fine. Like, like I was like so sad. I'm like, what? Like, uh, unless you it's, have it's, a Japanese passport or citizenship, you cannot have a cell phone. In, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it was yeah, so weird. Be because it's one of the most homogenous countries in the world. They have lots of problems with thinking about things a bit more worldly and. <laughs> I I, I I just I just foreigners. I just didn't even think I didn't even think it would be an issue. I'm like, oh cool, I'll buy like a cell phone like as a keepsake, get one of those cool like and they're like, No, we use our own networks, our own things. Like like the only the only way you're getting a Japanese cell phone is if you get it from someone who it fell off the truck and then you buy it from like some well, I'm like, nah, nah, never mind. Never mind. We're not here to talk about Mike's holidays. Um so <laughs> Dan um, I'm sorry, how is your I'm sorry. transition into a brand new year? Um, good. I won a game of Monopoly. <laughs> That's and, so uh, awesome. Then, the, which was amazing. 
That was a great. Well, how many hours thing. did it take? Oh no, sorry, I shouldn't say that. The second best thing to happen this year, uh, after the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, how, how many relationships uh, did you ruin in your in your trip to win your game of Monopoly? Um, well, uh, my smugness. Uh, did, luckily, didn't upset too many people. But um, the uh, yeah, it was my parents are staying. We've been here over the whole holiday. Uh, they've been here for two weeks. So um, they and my and my wife, the four of us. Uh, played and the uh, decimated them all. See, usually awesome. what happens for uh, put, the, put my I, put to their throat and uh, crash down. Usually, and, uh, I play. Usually, I play with three people, and the two people will barter against each other, so they'll give me all the shit, and I win. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, they're like, um, as long as the other person doesn't win, Mitch can win. That's, that's how good. I win Monopoly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I did in my New Year's Eve, and then had some tea, had some drinks, had champagne at midnight, and then and, and then decided. In a drunken state to call people, so uh, with being being like egged on by my mother, call this person, see if they pick up. I'm like, they might be asleep. Yeah, you give them a go. So, I didn't. Uh, having like half co- co- conversations with random people or random you, but family you... members to the point where my mother was speaking to my auntie, and then the next day she called her his mum's birthday, and she my mum went to tell her the whole story again that she told her at midnight, drunk. And my auntie goes, "You told me all this last night, Catherine." She goes, "Oh, did we speak? <laughs> did did we speak? Did we speak? <laughs> did we speak oh, about this? Me, Just did we make, did we speak flat out?" Make me laugh. I was like, "You're obviously very drunk, mum, last night." There we go. Um, there's, a, there's a phrase. For, there's a phrase for that. It's called ringing when you're minging. <laughs> I should uh, give Dan my phone number. I'll just get random phone calls in the middle of the day. Preparing for work on Monday. And since then, just preparing for work on Monday, and to volunteer to test uh, secondary children, uh, I do volunteer in inverted commas because uh, the directive I've been given is pretty much anything but voluntary thing. You must do this training. You must do this. You must do that. But it is voluntary. Did you okay. say inverted commas? Inverted commas, yeah. Yeah. Speech marks. That's what this means. Inverted commas. Sky commas. No. I love not, America. You'll learn. You'll learn. Sky they'll, they'll comma. Many different things. Sky That's not a real thing. It's weird. I've never heard of that, actually. Like anti-clockwise. <laughs> anti-clockwise. I, I use that a lot, and people are like, yeah, what's wrong with what's anti-clockwise? It? You got clockwise. You got the counter, counterclockwise. I'm against a counter all this forward-moving bullshit. Hell <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, if we brother. We invented the language. What we said is actual law. Uh, <laughs> that's not. It's not t- entirely true how language works. Oh no, it's um, not. But, we just stole yeah. it from other people. Yeah. We, we mastered it. You created it. All right, let's yeah, not let's not get into that conversation. Let's yeah, try to make it through all these. Uh... Hey, Liam, like corrupted it. Liam, how was your <laughs> New Year's Eve? Um, it was great. I just played video games all night with some friends. Lucky got dog. drunk. We all drank alcohol. Got drunk. Um, it was great. A friend disappeared for a while to go shag someone. And... That sounds like back. a good New Year's Eve. And he came back. Uh, amazing. And won, and won the game for us. He came back with COVID. <laughs> no, no, at, but beyond a certain point, there were no games to be won. We were, we were too, mm. in a, too 
inebriated. Um, well, that's called shagging when you're lagging. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a, this is going to be a thing this episode. I think. Mitch, please, please wrap us up so we can move on. Well, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mick. I can't do that. I have to say, how was your yeah. New Year's? Oh yeah, it was all right. I, I had some had some interesting beers, um, and uh, drank some prosecco with some seafood pasta, and then marathoned watching The Expanse mm. until about eleven o'clock, and then my wife and I just went. Do, can you really be fussed to stay up till 12 so, no let's go to sleep <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was that um, you, missed, then, you missed the most important part you you enjoyed a grapefruit uh, what was it an IPA that was, yeah, that was yesterday though um, I, oh, I, was, I opened up my box of beers from Beer 52 which is um, a subscription service available in the UK and all the beers this month or which would have been last month were from New York and the one that I thought I was not going to enjoy, which was the grapefruit one, I actually really enjoyed. And the one that I thought I was going to enjoy, which was the brown ale, was fucking horrible. Um, you said it was coffee wow. in it, right? It, was, it tasted like coffee-flavoured beer or beer-flavoured coffee, one of the two. So that just went straight <laughs> coffee <home>. so, <laughs> I think uh, Your flavoured coffee. <laughs> Brian, that was, Brian Bentley would probably like it, at least. I'd, I'd that like was it. like the brew dog. Um, beer I had a few weeks a month ago which is the coffee like something called something coaster I can't remember the top of the name but yeah it just tasted like coffee it was horrific yeah I've got a milk I've got a milk stout in the fridge as well which I've never had before so I'm not looking forward to trying that at some point is that milky um, coffee happy new year tiny <laughs> shenanigans um, yeah oh that's, I that's, Thomas wishing everyone a happy new year in gargling yeah. language. He's drinking milk, that's why. Gargling <laughs> language. Wife just came down half asleep and just handed me a bottle with child and you know, there you go, I'm going back to bed. I was like, okay. So, uh, I'm so giving it to you direct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Almost like, why didn't you take it with you when you went woke yeah. up this morning? <laughs> All right, so Mitch, finish us off. Uh, yeah, my, my New Year's was crazy. Uh, d did some prep work. Um, I'm relaunching freeze frame rate for the new year, so I'll be doing that. Uh, a video will be coming soon to announce my return and explanations on everything because fortunately I just don't have the coordination time to go back to Sifted, so I'll explain all that in the video of what's going on with that, but I was prepping some work for that, and then I was hanging out with my roommates. We ordered umami burger and then our order got cancelled <laughs> so then uh. we ordered so then we couldn't order umami so then we ordered Kentucky fried chicken uh, <laughs> uh, the colonel himself uh, we watched uh, pop stars never stop never stopping great film never seen it it's hilarious Andy, Andy Samberg it's um, the lonely island it's great it's great mm. um, it's a it's a candy it's if if you're not into that kind of humor, you won't like the film. I'll tell you that now. Sure. Um, and then midnight, um, one of my roommates has never had champagne. So we decided to have what? him pop a cork and like shake the champagne. And as he screams and yells, fuck 2020. <laughs> oh. What champagne did you buy? Uh, Miller well, High bought, Life? Well, I bought two different kinds. <laughs> yes. I bought a really cheap, like 12 bottle, $12 one that was huge. 
so you could yeah. shake that one and like make that one explode champagne and then the other one i don't know what's called to be honest but it was more expensive it was like 70 bucks yeah. so but it was really good expensive. champagne was good and then i bought orange juice and we had mimosas and we cheered to 2020 one remember with mimosas you, d- you didn't put the orange important. juice with the champagne did you that's what well, a mimosa we, we is took, we, well we took a sip of the champagne but then we added orange juice to make mimosas oh, exactly. hold on hold on just like <laughs> i know you hate it but a mimosa what i found most important is not the quality of the champagne but the quality of the orange juice oh absolutely that's probably true Yes, yeah, so absolutely. Like, Freshly mimosas. squeezed orange juice tastes so much better with mimosas yeah. than it does like with the yeah sugared kind. It's yeah, it's a it's a it's a process. It's like it's um it's like Bloody Marys. It's a process. There's different mm-hmm. kinds for different lives. You do it that way. Take us away, Keith. Yeah, if, and we apologize for anyone from the Champignon region of France um, for <laughs> the creation of yeah. that, that drink. Um, has anyone got beers? Yes. Do that. We'll run through quickly. Then I've got two announcements I need to make, recapping what happened with us last year. And then we'll move on okay. to our awards for last year. So I've got two beers, uh, and I need your guys' help to decide which one I should drink on the show. Both we of all them. zoom our faces into our screens. Yeah, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> distortion. Yeah. distortion. I agree. Luponic distortion? Yeah, I, that I sounds go, more interesting. I, I like easy, Jack. Okay, so. Like, it's like, because it's like easy, Jack. Like, don't have that easy beer, Jack. man. Easy, Jack. Don't have that yeah. beer, man. All right. Easy, uh, Jack. Hands... I'm going purely on how it affects that, uh, Matt. Hands for easy, yeah. Jack. Don't you knock back no more. Oh, no hands more, free. No more, is no that more. what it is? No, hands for Easy Jack. How many people want to want to see me drink Easy Jack? Oh, hand, hands free. Hands free. Okay. And Luponic. <laughs> All right. So I'm starting with Luponic. <laughs> He's going to drink them both. Now, now, yeah. now for the yeah. record, for the record, I'm the one that wins everything and should you should probably <laughs> heed to my advice than all you heathens. Uh, that's that's why we pushed back. Let's We're like, oh, we'll, we'll take whatever Mitch league. chose. We'll take the opposite. So, uh, I almost won the regular one. I got, oh, I was so close. Oh, f- no, you did. The truth. <sighs> I was yeah. like, I got kicked out of the fucking playoffs. Oh, On that last stream of Sifted, when he said about the fantasy league, I thought he was going to say that Keith had ruined the fantasy. Did <laughs> <laughs> he ruined it? <laughs> 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 have you have you had this beer before, Matt? Yeah, I've had it before. Um, what is it? I didn't see the style. On so the it's it's an IPA, but it's uh, a fruity IPA. It's got uh, hints of peach, pear, and dragon fruit. Um, it's 5.9%, so fairly low ABV for an IPA. Um, pretty clear, light in color. I, I have to say, it looked like Dan was teeing up his child for a kick. Because <laughs> 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 he punched. sets him down. <laughs> he like turns ready to do a kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks back. And then he screen. disappears. <laughs> <laughs> when he looks back at the screen, he's like, "I can hear you." Even though it was successful, it was no good. <laughs> how uh, how is it? I've been talking about me. I'm changing my child to us. Yeah. I could show you all, but I assume <laughs> you'd rather not see that. So um, I think that I think that would definitely get us pulled. 
Yeah. <laughs> Child nudity Child is not something you can put on Twitch, I don't think. No. Yeah. And nor would you what? want to. How is it, Matt? It's a decent beer. It's uh it is fruity. It is light. Uh even though it's five point nine, it's hard to tell that it's that high at A B V. Um the head dissipates pretty quickly. So head retention's low. Um, you don't have the same hop hit that you get with a lot of IPAs. Yeah. Um, it's pretty mild. It's not very bitter at all. All right. May I go? Yeah. All what right. Do you got? I'm currently drinking Baxter Innuendo, white Russian style stout. Interesting. Okay. Uh, it has a picture white, of like white Russian style stout. The dude. It looks from, like the guy uh, from Cyberpunk. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> it, well, he has the, like the dude from uh, the dude. Big Lebowski. Yeah. Thank you. Thank oh, you. I'm thinking more Cyberpunk um, 2077. The um, and it is a white stout. That's interesting. Like, yeah. Um, this is only like the third beer that I've had of a like light stout style. Because I've like had one of the uh, the blonde stouts, and I like, and the thing is, it's so weird. It tastes like a stout, but also tastes like um, a white Russian, like kind of like that creamy and cacao and, and other tastes and stuff. Do like they? That. They must. They, they might mix it with uh, like maybe oats. They add oats for the creaminess. Yeah, well, um, yeah. they also use a uh, lactose sugar, like to kind of oh, okay. get to kind of get the milky backbone. Um, is it low in alcohol content? No, it is nine point five. Oh, that's, holy shit! Okay, wow, that's, that's a good. Style. So like, that is I, a really interesting style. A it high is high alcohol stout that is like a deep amber. That's really yeah, interesting. and it tastes good. Like you like, we've all like tried different beers that like it goes for this particular flavor, and it's like either you didn't hit it, you did hit it, or you hit it with where like you just flavored this. Like right, like whereas this tastes like somehow it grew this way it's actually very very good like mm. yeah some of those beers can be a bit too experimental for their own good but when yeah. they do it right you you can get some uh you can get yeah. some interesting uh i, I give it flavors. i would give a good props it definitely doesn't taste like 9.5 um and because of how they uh i don't think they put it on nitro but it's it's smooth enough that it's almost nitro you feel like like there's it's not a prickly effervescence sure it's that might be the lactose sugar too yeah. All right. Uh, I think got one more. Uh, so I there's a American import uh, beer website in Japan called Antenna America, which is a terrible name because it tells you nothing about what they what they do. But I uh, recently found it, ordered a couple bottles. A bit expensive, but I just wrote it off as who cares? It's the holidays. Not going to look at the uh, the receipt. But uh, this is Stone Breweries. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, enjoy yeah. by January first, twenty one, unfiltered IPA. It is currently nice. five thirty seven on January second, so I fucked that up. <laughs> uh, That's actually been so, one of my favorite series. I've had like seven of those. Oh, see, I've years. never, I've never heard of them. Okay, so they do this yep. every year then. Yeah, yeah they've they've done is, that. Is for... it always is it always unfiltered or is it different? No, that's that's what's that's what's it's, awesome yeah. about it is like they're they're enjoy by is different each it's each any time style. okay yeah. that's like, cool so so that one sorry, being go, an unfiltered 
Yeah, no, that, that was a, like I like I have just enjoyed what they have done in that line, and I've I've had I did not have this year's, but I've had some of the uh, past years. Do you remember what they did last year by chance? I I didn't have last year okay. because um by def like because uh, my uh distinct beer following like severely dropped off when I got married. Sure. Like because I got like I hit on taps like twelve hundred or whatever before I got married, and then now it's only like. 1368 or something like that so like my my uh experimental experimentation has dropped off significantly um uh, mm. but so i didn't have the 2020 or 2019 okay well i'll have to look out for it from here on out i didn't know it was a uh a thing they do every year but yeah this is a this year's uh 2021 unfiltered ipa it's 9.4 percent i poured it a little while ago uh it is actually quite highly carbonated so if i agitate it a bit uh it'll get a decent amount of foam on it'll there re, it'll rehead it's kind of nice. a, yeah yeah it's a golden amber a very ununiform bubbles which is always a good sign of a good beer um very very tropical very very tropical but not in a like i don't know this it this smells like it's going to taste like i'm biting into a fucking orange or a grapefruit or something like that <laughs> it's got a good balance of like hits you with a little bit of hops to let you know like no this isn't this is an ipa it's just just the aroma good clarity slightly hazy and uh i've actually had a couple sips while we've been talking and it is a solid ipa like i really really like how crisp this uh punch in the mouth of uh okay so poppy bitterness this bite so it's so it's a on the crisper side it's not like the the sticky oozy new england um ipa no no this uh this hits you right right in the tongue very crisp very solid nice. bite of hops that sits on your tongue and the more you drink it nice. it kind of builds that bitterness nice. on the tongue this is um this is really really good and worth the ridiculous price i paid for that big shipment of uh, import beer but yeah nice um that would have been funny if it was it tasted like absolute shit because i drank it a day late like right on the expired uh, no. immediately it's still good it's still good i have one i have one more maybe i'll enjoy it tomorrow i'll let you guys know if it it's just like you know in um breath of the wild quality. when you when you mix like like um bacoblin bones and like uh crickets and it turns into that like mosaic meat maybe that's what it'll <laughs> turn into but yeah all right well we're uh 30 minutes in 40 minutes in let's uh, maybe let's get into uh what are we talking about today oh, so we need to recap um the winners from last year so evan you beat matt in the inaugural pixel pints quiz yes um and right to um, the end you good job evan you you chose to have for the rest of this year no one can disagree with you about anything that you say about the yakuza franchise <laughs> so yeah, I, Liam, hope, I hope this Liam. hits what if they don't come out with a game and i just totally ruined that i don't know we'll see um, I mean, Yakuza Seven will be coming out for PS PlayStation, so there you go. Once it comes out again, you can talk about it. <laughs> oh, that's true. Wait, what did I miss out on saying? Um, you missed you? out on me never mentioning mentioning how good The Witcher Thronebreaker is. Oh, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You weren't on that episode to guide me, Liam. I'm, I I apologize. It's fine. I, I will deal with them. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Well, I will deal. I started with playing them. that game. It's really enjoyable. I'm with Keith. Oh man. 
Now I, I immediately really wish I would have I'm, gone I'm for that. I'm enjoying every minute of it on Game Pass. Bro, stop it. That. You're going to ruin everything. Stop. <laughs> I was going to play 20, it. 2021 I... just started. You got to. Come on now. I was going to play it, but I got like wrapped up playing Blasphemous. D Dan, Dan. <gasps> The, the butt kissing a key doesn't start right away at the beginning of the year. Come on now. You got to give it some window time before you start doing that. No, but you know what was sweeter? Was it was free on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the butt kissing was free. <laughs> was that for PC? That's always free. I don't charge. <laughs> yet. And yet. Um, we'll we'll so let you know when the Patreon's live. <laughs> yeah. It's a Only fan. <laughs> that, that's um, the highest tier is the fuck isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> too many jokes that I could make right now, but I'm not going to. Right, Evan, um, as as the winner of the quiz, um, you get to choose the first member of this year's quiz team for you. Now, do you go? Yes. Do you go with the overall? gaming champion across multiple websites and including our own with Mitch or do you stick with Dan we have who website. helped carry you to your your recent victory this is very cruel by the way wait so the team lead like I can't I can't choose Matt and then we nominate someone else for the other team that's not how this works just as a question no. you okay. could but I, I have very loose grasp of the bylaws Man, this is this is a difficult one. Can I think on this, or do I have to answer within this episode? Because on one hand, it's like, uh, what was our name? Devin? Yeah. Danon? <laughs> uh, Devin. Danon is a yogurt brand. Oh, Sorry. Damn. Uh, we, you know, keep keep it going. Don't don't just break up the team because uh, you got one championship, right? That's not how. The, I mean, we we all watched the last uh, the last dance with uh, Michael Jordan. We saw how that worked out. On the other hand, it would be very interesting to go Team Wisconsin. I might even go as far as to make gimmicky-ass t-shirts and maybe send one to Mitch. <laughs> and just, just Remember like, he's a Bears if... fan. Remember he's a Bears fan, Evan. Yeah, he, he was green and gold. No green and gold. He was, he was born in Wisconsin, though, so it says something about him, you know? Yeah, and we, then can just wear, totally... we can wear red. We can wear red and white for Badgers. There you go. Yeah, the, the, those colors don't clash with our, our ideals, so mm -hmm. it would be interesting to buy into the gimmick whether we win or lose for the the coming year or this year rather for the sake of the homeland <laughs> and then do that um can i th can i think on that I'll, I'll have i'll have the answer by the end of the episode yep and then okay. matt can make matt can pick matt doesn't reach so we've got until 52 percent and the charge on my ipad runs out which <laughs> okay all right i'm thinking about it it's in the back of my head um and um, Mitch, as the winner of the Fantasy League, which we'll need to prepare for and do sometime before the end of January, um, you get to overrule one category from our Game of the Year awards, and you get to choose wow. the, uh, our Pixel Points Game of the Year. Um, Luckily, you got helped out by some people who didn't <laughs> try to subvert this arrangement and just nominate random games that came out. Um, so there were a few nominations for a certain Naughty Dog game. Um, 
but oh, I need to change my background. And in the spirit of um, Jeff Kelly, Dexter Four, uh, I I'm wearing casual clothes, but I'm wearing dress shoes. <laughs> it's like it. it's the anti yeah. Jeff Keeley. Anti Keeley. Yeah. So, yeah. um, <laughs> anti Keeley. <laughs> like, like, like the anti Counter Keeley. Yeah, counter sorry. Keely. It's the counter, counter Keeley. <laughs> All right. It's been decided. Yeah. Right, so we've got um ten categories, uh, which I'll start reading off now. So the category number one was favorite character from games released in 2020, and the nominees were Jesse from The Last of Us Part Two, Lev from The Last of Us Part Two, Abby from The Last of Us Part Two. I nearly gave kind of grouped all those together and just said someone from The Last of Us Part Two, but it didn't get enough votes. Um, Lady Masako from Ghost of Tsushima, um, Kasuga Ichiban from um, Yakuza Seven, or Mitch. Do you want to do it? Oh, like a Yakuza. Dragon. There we go. <laughs> um, everyone's favorite money laundering um, <laughs> bell merchant, Tom Nook. Um, mm. Zagras <laughs> from Hades. Uh, Matt, can you remember the drunk bloke from Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning? Oh, What's his name? <laughs> I, I, I should know it by now. I should have looked it up. but And I it was his I nominee don't. as well. Yeah, it's just, yeah. The, just the drunk guy from kingdoms of Amalur. Uh, and uh there was um erebus jones's i object to this question um you also left out my nominee but that's fine whatever it was it mine was um final fantasy 7 uh i mean final, yeah final fantasy 7 remakes badly jesse? Oh, jesse. Oh, jesse. Oh. but that's okay i i, I got oh, over it after i noticed it got bunked off I thought you that was Jesse from The Last of Us Part 2 yeah I think Jesse he thought from, it was Jesse from The Last of Us Part 2 oh no Jesse's from Final Fantasy 7 Remake <laughs> ah, oh no I was going for the Jesse in The Last of Us Part 2 but well no it, it, it doesn't matter because the winner is Tom Nook <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh god someone's been it's, it's a, uh, I am not, a, a, I, am a not I am not gonna like these awards Oh, this God. is yeah. This is already a terrible award show. This is democracy in action, guys. Democracy in action. That's a, I, <laughs> I, I can forgive this one enough that I'm not going to overpower this one. This is not one that I want. What to are you, yeah. what are you, Matasakas? Didn't vote for Lady Masako. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Come I on. voted for Lady Masako. <laughs> I did as well because it was. I did too. It's a the, great. It's a great side story. Who the fuck know who voted for Tom Nook besides? Uh, Rafa, Besides one, one that we all know. Do we have a lot more lurkers on the Discord than? Did we hack? Did he hack the system? Did he uh, do uh, the black possibly. market? Uh, yeah, <laughs> democracy in action via November second, twenty sixteen. Was on. was the, was Dominion counting these votes? Um, no, it was being it was being counted in Nevada. So if you if we actually wait another eight weeks, we might have to vote <laughs> we'll the final results. All right, yeah. well, uh, next these, category. These are All just right, preliminary fine. results. These aren't the final Tom, results. Tom Nook. Tom Nook. Best character of 2020. Wow. Oh, Best character of 2020. Exactly the same okay. as he was in the last game. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he was the best. Best. He was the best character. He's in every still game fucking that came awesome. Out. 
No, he's not awesome. He uh, makes me go in debt well, constantly, and I get pissed off because I have to keep paying him back, and I don't want to. I don't want the bigger house. We know I'm fine with the size of my house. After I'm done paying off my house, I don't need a bigger house. Stop asking. I'm pretty sure I'm voting for Len. Just wrap it out. One person next, right, The next category, category is worst triple A gaming moment, and the nominees are publisher greed. Uh, CG project. Oh, I won't elaborate on that because there's no need because publishers are a bunch of greedy bastards. Um, but I, I, fuck it, I will. Um, EA, if if a government tells you that something is illegal and you should take it out of your game, don't leave it in there and just pay the fines because you're earning more money from the That's game than terrible. you are paying in the fines. Um, and also, there's no reason that um, next-gen games should be seventy dollars. It's just a fallacy. And also, any also apologist. Quick, super quick side note with it, uh, McWomble is you know, like if if they're paying the fine so many times, you know, the government should just go. We're just going to pull your freaking game. You yeah, just, you can't sell it in my country. Just do that. Well, well they can sell the game, but they so can't many have the microtransactions. Yeah. yeah. They'll well, just take the fine yeah. money. I think um, it's not uh, worth the headache of putting in the game. No, because then what they'll do is they'll fix it. Oh, honestly, I'm on the A side on this one. If, if they don't see a profit difference, then why why should they change their? That's game? because yeah, in a few years, not... Liam, we'll find out that you're like like a mass shareholder of EA, Activision, <laughs> CD Projekt Red, and you've just been sitting here. You've been sent to infiltrate. Oh no! Oh no! Like, he lost meaning, his CD like, Projekt Red money. Podcast. He lost his money there. That's... Oh, well, uh, they'll be back up. To oh, it'll bounce. And... It'll bounce like anybody that thinks that the, game is the body fit. The body physics is crazy. Yeah, and that stocks will bounce that right back like the body physics. It's already a huge success. Mm. Right. So, speaking of which, um, so the next nomination is for worst AAA gaming moment: CG Project Red lying about the quality of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and releasing a broken mess. Uh, Fallout seventy six, which which <laughs> it's uh, which it's still broken. By the way, I'm still playing it, and I can't get through it sometimes because it's really broken. And the next one is CD Projekt Red for crunching for crunch's sake and still releasing a broken mess. <laughs> um, I feel like those two should have been together. <laughs> um, people nominated them separately. And the conduct of some high-ranking Ubisoft um, representatives, officials, and managers. And then the last one was Microsoft launching the next-gen family of consoles with no first-party support. Mm. And the winner... And the winner in the sky commas which are commas in the sky <laughs> um, is CD Projekt Red for releasing what? Cyberpunk 2077 as a broken mess but not good decision, 100% proprieties at Ubisoft okay. 100% 100% yeah broken game versus sexual assault yeah okay yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think I think they're all equally egregious. Uh, not sorry, not all equally egregious. Ooh, I think one is one. No, 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 no. I corrected myself. I corrected. I corrected myself. I I think uh, obviously the Ubisoft one is a lot more egregious for sure. Um, I yeah, it's it's hard. It's you know you you want to pick that one, but at the same time, it's like cyberpunk and literally this is about huge millions and millions of dollars of money that like literally just lied to stockholders that's just it's crazy to think that that they did such a thing yeah and if you wander around you can find sexual assault in cyberpunk if you want to so you get everything 
They're still getting returns on their on their investment. I think no, they they sold they may have sold they may have sold fifteen million copies, but their stock still dropped twenty percent. Like that shouldn't happen. Yeah, it's because of when it fell because they do end of year stock bonuses, so the shareholders are just pissed off. They got twenty percent less bonus than they would have done, but they'll probably get it next this time next year anyway, so they can go fuck themselves. Well, this this could be the story of recency bias as well. Like, let's just say those were flipped and Cyberpunk came out four months ago, and then all of a sudden this giant story came out about Ubisoft at the end of the year. Then maybe we would have picked that. But uh, one thing people also have to remember about CD Projekt Red is that all of the employees Mm -hmm. own stocks in the company, and they all decided that they wanted the game to come out this year. At the detriment because of their they, wanted their boat, they wanted their dividends. Yeah, yeah they, they probably wanted, wanted a break over Christmas as well. No, and, and no, the, yeah. and that, no, and and I would say the other big thing about that one is also if they moved it out of 2020, they would have lost pre-orders for certain for certain stores. PlayStation, you have to re-pre-order the games. So oh, yeah, they would have true. lost install base yeah. automatically from their yeah. pre-orders. That's probably a massive financial reason why they're like. But we most, can't. yeah. But I mean, that actually would have been a uh, better thing to have happened for to take over and for all those people that pre-ordered for the PlayStation 4 because you know that most of the people who pre-ordered, they weren't pre-ordering for PlayStation 5. Right. No, that's an entirely pointless endeavor to pre-order that game considering it doesn't even have any pre-order incentives. <laughs> oh, it does. Like, I mean, oh, it's like nothing. Not for the digital version, it didn't. Yeah, okay, for the digital version, we could say the pre-ordering the is, is pretty much pointless. <laughs> I basically just sat there on my thumb waiting for there to be some sort of discount for the Steam version, and it never happened, so I bought it at full re- retail. Yeah, I had to buy it at full price as well, because yeah, I didn't yeah. have a should discount. Should we move on? We I should. have had enough of this bullshit. Yes, we should. <laughs> move on? I think I wish there was, yeah. honestly, McWomble, I wish there was an all the above, because I would have rather clicked that button. Well, there's an all the above later on. Um, yeah. Ooh, lovely. Uh, so the next one is Biggest Disappointment. So and the, the nominees are Marvel's The Blah Avengers, uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven launch, Doom Eternal not living up to our own expectations based on the twenty sixteen game, which was awesome, and this one was not. Um, then we have a personal one from Evan towards me, which is me hey, convincing Evan to buy a great selection of side scrolling beat em ups and realizing without realizing that the silver trophy wasn't actually a platinum. <laughs> Um, I mean, come on now. We all know the answer to, uh, you know, who's going to win this If one, I right? actually had been privy to that debacle, I would have voted for it. It sounded well, hilarious. <laughs> it sounded hilarious, but I'm like, I only know this from this exact entry. So, Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Watch Dogs Cockney Edition. And the last one is Microsoft launching the next-gen family of consoles without any first-party support. And the winner, Sky Commerce again, is Microsoft. Mm. All right. Okay. Not my vote, but I, I, I see the point. I mean, I'm, I'm glad disappointed with uh, I'm glad that it games. got the disappointment award and not the worst AAA moment. Because if it had <laughs> sure. done, I would, I would have lobbied Mitch to change it. Because that oh, was that's way right. More. He can do that to one award. That's right. There was yeah, way worse I was going to wait to hear them all because I have one in mind I want to possibly change right now, but I'm going to wait. Sure. Yeah, there's way worse stuff that happened in 2020 than Microsoft not launching first-party support for new consoles. Get a fuck over it. Um, yeah. <laughs> next category was biggest surprise of 2020, and the nominees are Evan playing online games with us. <laughs> um, 
Ubisoft renaming Gods and Monsters. What the golf? <laughs> um, the evolution the and expansion great. of Xbox Game Pass um, to Xbox Ultimate, so the inclusion of Bethesda titles and EA titles. Um, playing games with the Pixel Points crew and Final Fantasy XV actually being good. And the winner is Can I guess Evan playing games with us I was online. Gonna, I was say that, yeah. <laughs> that is the actual. That's actually the actual winner. That's yeah. the biggest surprise of 2020. That's probably, how much we want to play with us online. Yeah. I, I I feel bad for um on this podcast saying one of the most disappointing things was online play as if and then Dan's like, we had a thing going, man. You and I played Tsushima for so long, and that means nothing to you now. He was so disappointed. <laughs> Dude, I had, a, I had a blast playing Dauntless. Like, I'm so glad yeah, you jumped exactly. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a good time. You know, I I never really spoken to. I had Ross. a great time. <laughs> and uh, playing with him as well. And, uh, yeah, yeah. That's um. Yeah, on, on a scale of needing to cut my toenails and playing Dauntless. Yeah, I had a good time. Dauntless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that I actually uh. Good work, my Evan. You've got a speech, an acceptance speech. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Did we did we win anything really? When you think about it, <laughs> we did. I mean, I get, we could have done the raids, Evan. We got lots of gear. Unfortunately, we. That's the, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, like you finally get to a hunt. I will say though. Okay, no speech, but. Dan and I working really, really hard to do our first um, hard level together and having those crow Tengu motherfuckers destroy us, but somehow getting through it and like reviving each other and making it through without, because if you, um, if one person properly dies without being revived in a certain amount of time, it's game over. You lose all your progress. And he and I getting through that finally was actually quite a, uh, fun time. So uh, yeah. yeah, there's good things about kind of this kind of co-op, the co-op aspect of online play. And I did, I did enjoy myself. But uh, having said that, I deleted Ghost of Tsushima from my hard drive and lent it Me to my too. friend. So um, I also did. So that why I haven't. Yeah, I've it was fun while it lasted. Yeah, I had a good time. Daunt- Dauntless as well. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tell for anyone watching the stream. Dauntless as well. <laughs> Brushing, brushing the words away from my mouth after Actually, I said them. I tried, I tried to walk off screen, but there's a wall here, so you can <laughs> totally still see me. <laughs> should go that way. There's a lot more room that way. Sorry. Okay. All right. right. Good, good. The next next award was favorite Pixel Points moment of 2020, and the nominees were Pixel Points after shows, aka the bit that the viewers can't actually see. So this is the selfish selection. Um, the birthday curse was broken by Liam and Rafa. Um, Keanu Mainly me, on the- Mainly <laughs> rapper, trying to take all of the glory. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he's trying to take half, not all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's been learning. Rafa's been learning too much from Tom Nook. So if he takes yeah. half, he'll be he back takes the other half at some point. He takes <laughs> it all. Yeah. Um, Keanu Reeves joining us as a guest appearance on the Halloween show. Um, using pixel points to socialize with people, especially Keith. I don't know where that bit came from. Um, and talking over Matt, drunk Matt, and basically Matt. And the winner is the Pixel Points After Shows. Yay. Oh, oh, everyone wins on that one. 
Yeah. If only anyone knew what what really happened. What really happened. Actually, actually, and, uh, we had a we had a beer an after show yeah. that was posted, but then it was gone. <laughs> Did I? That, that, that is one? for the better. That is for yeah. the better. Just I think it got cut because we had music in the background or something. The pre-show is not uh, that bad either. So that is true. That's yeah. true. Right. And next category: best game not from 2020 that deserves an award. And the nominees are Dauntless. Thronebreaker the Witcher Tale, don't know who could have thrown that one in. Resident Evil 3, Blasphemous, Persona 5 Royale, Star Wars The Old Republic, and Run Saber. And the winner is Dauntless. Oh. <laughs> I would like to change that one. Oh, you're a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be killed from Twitch. I'm just kidding. It can stay. It can stay. Favorite, favorite moment of 2021. Language towards favorite moment in 2021 when Mitch almost fucked it up for everyone. <laughs> when Dan called the Mitch highs and the lows. That <laughs> <laughs> was slightly uncalled for. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, Mitch. I was just very passionate about know? Dauntless winning. Well, it's more be, offensive over second. here than it is over there. To be honest, uh, what, I didn't even hear him second. say that, Burkoff, until you said it. So now I heard it, and now it hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, sorry I apologize uh, immediately afterwards. When you Keith, said, Keith you said do you know... Do oh, sorry, Dan. Keith, do you know what yeah. was second? Do you see those numbers? Persona 5 Real. Of course he yeah. sees oh, the numbers. Liam. The real winner. The real so winner. The, the, the true winner. Yes. Oh, it wasn't Blasphemous? I voted for Blasphemous. Matt, I did it for you. High five on, on I did it way. for you. Or, or whatever way we are. I don't know where you are on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Evan's in the middle. Yeah, yeah I mean, you uh, high five the on camera my, like this. On my screen, you guys just like both like slapped me in the head or covered my ears or something. <laughs> Boxed his ears. Nice. Whatever works. Right, so the next, next category is worst gamer TM moment of 2020. Mm. And the... the the nominations are Idiot sending death threats and abuse to Laura Bailey for her fictional character killing another fictional character in a video game Idiot sending death threats and abuse to CD Projekt Red developers for delaying Cyberpunk 2077 three times Idiot sending death threats and abuse to Cyberpunk um, developers for releasing Cyberpunk 27 as a bugged out broken mess Idiot sending flashing light videos to a journalist because she pointed out a fact um, that Cyberpunk 2077 can cause seizures, or That's all of win. the above. And the oh, winner oh. is all of the above. <laughs> You're yeah. all a bunch of assholes, you <laughs> fucking morons. <laughs> Anyone who did yeah, that that's... probably isn't watching us, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. You are all a bunch of inane fucking assholes. Well, and you have the, too much the, time on your hands to be doing those things. Yeah. The yeah. best thing about this is the two awards that you had in succession as death threats for delaying the game and death threats for, for releasing, for releasing the game, the game. <laughs> like yeah it's like both of those together it's it's uh it is the know, the, uh, I, 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 I just love the one of death threats <laughs> just death threats for telling yeah, you you might threats. get a seizure if you have epilepsy don't tell me that i want to have a seizure <laughs> you fucking so, bitch. i'm gonna Spoilers. send you a flashing image to give you a seizure because I might get one in this game. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. terrible. The internet is a horrible, horrible place. Um, yes, it is. It, I don't know. Well, and also, if it wasn't for the internet, we couldn't do this right now. Yeah, I was going to say, thank you for watching Silver us on the lining. internet. 
And I, was say, and I was going to say, unfortunately for the journalist as well, she also was a female. And I think that also contributed to how much hate she got at the same time, too, because obviously females get treated more wrong in our industry than ever. Also, Jason Schreier keeps picking on it for some reason. I know, I I know it's I know mo out. most people don't mean it like this at all, but because my wife is a um, a counselor who worked for like a year and a half or two years in a prison as well, um, she's like I hate when they dehumanize women by calling them females because they say men men yeah. and women females. Yeah. yeah. And uh, female bot. Fe do you mean like yeah? Because like like female. Yeah, like because fe uh, like female female is generic non y what generic non y uh chromosome. Do they prefer possessing. women then? Yeah. Like yeah, like like oh no, she 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 prefers like calling like women women. Like women. she's like I okay. she's like I hate because she's like uh, okay. it feels it feels dehumanizing because they're like and I know most people aren't trying to dehumanize but sure. i see see her point with well if you get across similar. males they saw us men yeah, but, yeah like male Same humans female humans like yeah. well i just don't even add human to the end i just i know people don't they just yeah. say females yeah right yeah because i mm -hmm. guess in the insinuation that we're talking about we all establish that we're talking about human beings so we don't have to yeah. add the human part. yeah how many how many female um Golden Eagles, do you know who work in the video games industry as a journalist? Three. That, that, that's, that's three. <laughs> there you go. Right, moving on to the happier categories. Um, favorite gaming moment um, of 2020? Um, switching on PS5 for the first time. Um, this is another selfish award for the bastard who actually got one. Um, I'm not Lady bitter, Mexico. by the way. Evan's like, I'm in the raffle. I'm in the raffle. <laughs> I'm still in the raffle. God damn it. I'll, I'll forever be in the raffle. Uh, waffles are delicious. Lady Massacre's quest line from Ghost of Tsushima. Um, the fight between Ellie one. and Abby in The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, playing, the Animal the Crossing, playing Animal Crossing with friends during lockdown. Uh, finishing Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Evan's nostalgia moment with his friend playing um, Hotline Miami on the PS Vita in The Last of Us Part 2 after viciously murdering some poor girl who was looking for some fun in the bleakness of the setting. Too specific to win, but yeah. 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 I got one vote. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't me! I wonder, wonder who voted for that. Uh, the Command & Conquer remaster and Final Fantasy VII remake cinematic opening. And the winner that, that's is... A good one. People switching on their PS5s for the first time. Yeah, you selfish, wow. selfish. Bastard. That must have been a big split yeah. in regards Good to the other you. ones. Good for you. Yeah, Jesus. Privileged fucking. Well, it just goes to show that five people who voted got PS5s. Right. <laughs> I wasn't one of them, by the way. So. Um, so the next one is most excited for in 2021, and the nominees are. God of War Ragnarok, which probably isn't coming out in 2021. Um, GTA 5 being knowing it. Don't do that. Don't. Do that's that. why I said probably. You can't say probably because that's probably every war. game's not coming they out. They just in gave us a trailer that had a year at the end of it. Like that is like you know binding they in a court of law. They didn't pre-orders, and... so it can't get, if you can't pre-order has, it. Has the possibility yeah, of <laughs> listen, coming out um, in 2021. Listen here, boy. Yeah, so um, pre-orders for God of War Ragnarok. 
GTA 5 being released on next gen, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Horizon Forbidden West, Ratchet and Clank a Rift Apart, uh, playing Lego Star Wars with the kiddo. I think that was a, a Erebus Jones one. And yeah. Breathing on Zelda in the Wilderness Part 2. This is tough. I think it's a, work, kind of that's a working title. Yeah. And the winner is... Nobody voted for Elden Ring. And the winner Ouch. is Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yes. Really? Please really? change that, Mitch. I know I oh. called you a cunt earlier. But hey, hey everyone. Most yeah. anticipated... It's a game, is a series that already fucking came out. It's and it's not, not even anything a, different. It's, 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 most, anything it's different. most anticipated because Dan's going to play it, and we're all changes gonna, the changes uh, yes. award to most anticipated known quantity. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. still wait because I think I, hmm, there's two. Well, that's it. Now this that, is when I well, would like it. to change. So that's all the other categories other than game of the year, aka pitch to Mitch. So right. is, is well, there a game I, that you would like to change? Well, well I will, no, no, I, well, I'm going to take your think about it. Think about it while. I was going to ask for your guys' opinion first. Bad, I, bad I, choice. I was going to say either I would like to change. Um, I think it's the worst moment of 2020 or something like that. And and I would like to change. I was thinking about changing that one to Ubi. um, Ubisoft. But I also don't like this Mass Effect being hanging on for 2021 as yeah. the most anticipated. So. Well, well, I think Tom Nook as well is a questionable answer as well. P- pitch to yeah. Mitch. Pitch to Mitch really quick. So, Do wait, 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 wait. Speed round. Speed, uh, speed round. I'll go around the room. <laughs> you pick one thing you want to change. You tell me you want to change it, and I will consider it in my in my change. So, uh, Berkoff, go first. If you have one change, what would you want changed? I'm actually happy with all of the uh, winners. Okay, screw you. Go, Evan. <laughs> um, it's, well, it's got to be Mass Effect. And- I'm looking forward to replaying the Mass Effect trilogy, of course. It's been long enough, and uh, so another crack at this series. People can't be excited for something because you don't agree with it. No, but it's a fucking remake. Like, put give it to something that's a, something new. Is um, my, it's not, it's not a remake, it's a remaster. I'm sorry, it's a remaster. And Evan, what sorry. would you change it to? Uh, well, my... I think I voted for... Um, I, was I don't say care what you voted for, what do you think now? Oh well, Breath of the Wild is my most anticipated for the year. I know that's probably not your thing, so which, which, no, I, which no one voted for, by the way. So it wasn't on the shouldn't. it was not on the list when I voted. You you kept it off the list. Funnily <laughs> enough, so, right, so Mitch, I'm Could saying I'm not it? biased. I'm not <laughs> asking you to vote for what I want. All I'm I saying is you. vote for something other than Mass Effect uh, re re rehash. Replay. No, it's like it's like voting for waffles. Like you know they're good, but (laughs) never did I think that waffles would be mentioned twice on an episode. Yeah, seriously. Okay, Dan. (laughs) All right, Dan. (laughs) I think after long hard thinking and wrestling my son to go to sleep, I have uh, decided that um, for the for the integrity of the show, that we should stand up to. bigots and all those other horrible people and vote for Ubisoft and sexual abusers so we should vote for Ubisoft being the worst moment because that in the industry needs to be driven out okay uh, right. uh, uh, Noble. Um, Liam um, well yeah I, I agree with that Like, um, I, I think everything else pales in comparison to 
people working at a company getting mistreated in such a way, you know, to the point where it was going on for years and, and nobody did a damn thing about it. And I think that's despicable. Yeah. I think it's the that's worst good, thing any big corporation in the games industry has done this year, like this year. It's just... Yeah, I, I've lost a lot of respect from Ubisoft, and, and it wasn't because of Watch Dogs Legion. <laughs> Mr. Zing! Uh, hey, hey, I'll, Liam will be here all night, folks. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Mr. Q. I just need the drum. Um, <laughs> the one that's, like, personal, I would change most anticipated. Uh, the one that just feels like a slap to the industry itself is Tom Nook. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But the one that actually seems to affect uh, human beings the most, not just uh, game wars, but human beings, is uh, Ubisoft. So those are my three votes. Keith. And now I feel like a horrible person for not selecting that. <laughs> so do I, actually. So, you so are just are okay with it. <laughs> hey, occasionally the social justice bandwagon is a good wagon to be on. Yeah, that's true. I'm very often there. Um, I'd go with um, the rampant greed in the games industry because <laughs> I think <laughs> that's worse than sexual abuse apparently <laughs> well, it's, it's a, I see one as a symptom of the other because yeah, when fair. you get to a yeah, certain fair, point yeah. Um, yeah. and I think that the, the wealth power dynamic that existed within certain elements of the global system is Ubisoft um and Lazy. also the fact that these people are allowed to keep their shares right. even though they've been kind of asked to leave in disgrace mm. um, if there hadn't been the yeah. level of um, sheer rampant greed that existed <laughs> there where making money was more important than how you treat people um, that's, a, that's a great angle to take and it does encompass the sexual and it also encompasses what's happening and, uh, in the CD Projekt confirmed cases also. and everything. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's fair. But so, that's just me. I'm just taking an intellectual sure. approach. I'm I, like Matt I, and Evan, <laughs> selfish bastards. <laughs> I do have one question for you, Keith. Uh, what is the actual? Um, what's the what's the actual um, awards title for that nomination? Um, Publisher greed. Um, but then there's some explanatory text which I didn't know. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. What's the trophy no. called? What's the, what, yeah, what's what the worst, worst triple A gaming moment? Okay. All right. So that's, okay. I will go ahead and change that one. Um, I'm, I'm in vast agreements with all of you in regards to um, the situation with the sexual uh, harassment and all, all that kind of stuff. And actually, I'm not going to say who I've heard it from, but I've, once that news came out, I actually was able to hear from a couple people that know people in the industry that it actually affected and um, hearing what has gone through is just, it, it was disgusting and despicable. Um, I think it's, obviously it's a horrible moment to happen. The one thing I'm fortunate and happy that it, it did come out so that we can move forward from it and not keep it hidden um, because then now people feel have the power that they can speak up for themselves, which I, which I hope everyone feels like they can, but I know that's a hard situation to be in. So I, I do want to change that to um, Ubisoft because that's, that is despicable and it's disgusting. And I think all, I think all the nominees are despicable, but this one, you just can't, 
you just can't let it slide. All right. So, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Set. Um, all I'll say is you're letting Bobby Kotick off the hook. <laughs> I'm also letting Tom Nook off the hook. Off the hook, yeah. Um, I, I, Tom Nook off the hook. I was going to if, if it wasn't this exact category and this exact, like, option, I would have totally ignored this one as much. If it was just, like, CD Projekt Red type stuff, I would have just ignored it. But this one just can't. Right. Now, this, um, I'm going to put forward everyone's suggestions to Mitch um, as is written. Oh, um, but do we have a reveal first of... We do. We have a reveal first, is it? Oh, shit. Keith, yeah, Keith doesn't right. know this. Keith, yeah. But we actually have a physical award. Thanks. We do have our own. We do have our own. Mr. Mike's Q. Yeah, Game of the Year award. So uh, drum roll, please, everybody. <laughs> Turn it. Ta-da. Holy shit, dude. That looks awesome. Oh, I like how we did that. That's cool. <laughs> oh, man. That is great. Ouya control no, that's a Steam controller, isn't it? Yeah. I have an Ouya controller if you need me to go get it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. This is perfect. Perfect. Oh, he... Uh, oh, that, that is a... It, it that was is only pixel, less your beautiful pixel trophy. Pint. It is a yes. pixel pint. Awesome, man. That so, is awesome. So, uh, Keith, we, we thought of, we were going to, this was coming off as an after show type topic we were talking about. We were like making a physical award awesome. and then give it to the That's developer, sweet. even yeah, though so they probably, they want to ship it to them. Yeah, I'm going to vet. They'll gonna, accept it. I'm going to Venmo uh, Mike's Q, the, whatever awesome. money he needs to ship that somewhere. To whatever uh, developer. And we'll, yeah, to whoever wins the game of the, the game of the year. We're gonna we're gonna actually ship it to the studio and hopefully they'll <laughs> tweet about it or something. That is a great idea. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So like so like well like I had a couple ideas. One like we do it for this one and send it off or whatever, or we just like start going down the years. Yeah. And for the next the six thing. years, we start writing the game of the years okay. awards that we have for this. But uh, yeah, no, it, it like despite it kind of looking like Gonzo. Um, no, it looks great. I, no, I, awesome, yeah. no, I think it turned out really well for for how much time I put in. You did a really it. good job of making it look like like pixelized pint. totally pint glass. Yeah. Yes. Very. Yeah, with foam coming out. Yeah, it looks great. That's great. Yep. Keith is awesome. Keith is speechless. He's he's almost <laughs> I he's almost tearing gonna up. Be, he's like I think it's gonna be brilliant just sending it to <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Congratulations, you have won the the what the what? Yeah, what the fuck is this? Uh, and there, should, there should be if we got if we got some nice um some you know, can do a nice card or something to yeah, go with this card. We should go with it. We should do a letter. Yeah. We should write a letter. You uh, do like letter. a nice card or whatever, and then just like after we send it, just complete like continue to uh, like land blast their twitters. Like, did you get our package? Well, did I you was, get our well, package? My, my initial thought was actually we tried to actually DM the developers ourselves. Like heads um, up type of thing. They they might yeah. they most are most likely if we're saying like we're sending you an award, most likely they will respond with either we don't want it or <laughs> which would be great because we'll post okay. we'll show it. Yeah, they're like, well, we get, we'll yeah, we'll like, we'll share the response. Pixel Pixel Pines. Let me just search and like oh they just said fuck in the first thirty seconds. I, I can't <laughs> um, well, we can clip this bit. We can clip right. the bit where Mitch picks the award. Let's um, get a supercut going. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sweet. So, um, awesome. every, anyone who um, responded to the 
uh, list of nominations was asked to put forward their suggestion for game of the year of 2020. And they were also asked to put forward an explanation to Mitch, a pitch to Mitch, as to why that game should win. And I'm going to read verbatim um, the responses that we got. Oh, I was oh, supposed okay. to put... I was supposed to put the pitch in text. I thought it w I was given like three minutes. Oh, you can get, you can have your three minutes. Okay. You can have your three minutes. You're good. Okay. If you didn't write your pitch, you want to do it in person, you know, give yeah, it some, some flavor. Some people couldn't be here. Um, so the first one was, I am Mitch, therefore I will not answer. I think that's, that's quite wonder, a good question. Yeah, I wonder who wrote that. Liam, that's got to be Liam. I know him. Uh, Liam. You know, he's cheeky man. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then we had The Last of Us Part 2, no pitch required. Um, oh. The Last of Us Part 2, because it is a masterpiece that any studio other than Naughty Dog would have struggled to deliver at the same level. It's a huge step forward for the <laughs> industry as a whole, and quite frankly, storytelling originality. That's probably Liam's. No, that's what? totally me. That's totally Keith. <laughs> it's Dan, maybe. Oh, King keeps playing the game. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, because it's the first time I played the game. I played a game where it didn't feel like I had to sit down to work. Um, Animal Crossing, because it's good. Because Nintendo <laughs> always deserves to win. Always. That's that's, that's a reason. <laughs> um, Animal Crossing, full stop. Um, seriously, just pick The Last of Us Part Two because you love film <laughs> studies and don't know, and don't know anything better. Boring. That's got to be Keith. That has to be Keith. Um, Animal Crossing because it kept people happy during a shitty year. Pick whatever you want, Mitch, but only if the game is called Blasphemous. <laughs> oh, I have no um, idea. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, the best open world game I've played in a long time. It's much, it's as much about the island and its inhabitants as it is about the protagonist. The side characters are the deepest and best written um, in games. Oh, why the fuck am I taking so long to do this? Mitch is just going to pick the the worst of us part. Blah. Uh -huh. Oh, that's sounds, oh, that's Keith. Like Sorry, I miss I misspoke. That's Keith. Keith wrote that. Yeah, <laughs> I did write that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Empire of Sin. Who doesn't want to pretend they're in the 1920s mobster setting okay. up brothels and liquor stores, selling bootleg alcohol to the masses, while, build, while buildings godfathers like, um, whilst building godfather-like organisations. I think I just got a bit carried away and then didn't type properly. <laughs> this comes from the teacher. I'm not an English teacher. With a great sure. XCOM-style gameplay, the cap to cap it off, absolutely awesome. And then for the one, the person who's actually here and wants to do um, a pitch, Half-Life Alex. Hmm. All right. Mitch. <laughs> Mitch. Mitch. Buddy. We pal. sit here. We sit here talking about video games, arguing about video games. And we talk about different things left and right of you know, this did this well, this did this pretty good, this advanced the industry that way, this was very pretty, that card game, you know, had a great story, but you know, the multiplayer was garbage, you know, all those different things. But Half-Life Alex, in all earnesty, um, does something that I have not felt in probably, probably since I bought my first 
like personal brand new console um, the week because I was I was excited for playing something in it not only just that looked better but playing something in a new way Half-Life Alex is such a wonderful marriage of not only a incredible eerie wonderful world uh, of City 17 but also it meshes different genres like you have your shooter you have your horror you have your puzzle you have your story and not only that you have innovations because of the tech you're using that are based in the lore of the world and it is something that makes the accessibility both fun and feel less like a video game because at the uh have you actually played half-life alex no okay well mitch is uh, just nodding along to be polite before he gives the award <laughs> no, to something right. else because half-life alex oh, say your piece be, say your piece being a vr being a vr game people Empire think says. oh okay there's going to be some different cap like some concessions you're going to have to make for accessibility or grabbing items or gunplay or other stuff like that you don't have to in half-life alex it is the first vr game where i didn't feel like ah yeah, this, this is something that was an upscaled version of something you'd have at one of those arcades or whatever. Like, no, the they provide you with the developer behind the gravity gun of Half-Life 2, his prototype, um, uh, his prototype equipment is what allows you to pick up and bring small menial objects to you in a way that is both accessible in the game. So it's so fun, just like, ah, magazine over there. Find it, grab it, flip it, catch it in your hand. It's amazing. The game itself is one of those things that I enjoyed every moment listening to the people who were in it. I'm not claiming it has a better story than Last of Us Part Two, because I'm sure it doesn't. But the story actually was there in a meaningful way for both those who care about the Half-Life universe and those who are just playing I don't know why you would play Half-Life Alex as your first Half-Life game, but if you do, it is engaging enough in and of itself to build the world of what happened after we were taken over by the Combine. It is one of the scariest games I have played just because you are dealing with these monstrosities and these um, obstacles right in your face. And it has innovation and accessibility. Like, the game itself says you can only carry two grenades, but for the clever, for the minded, you can find a very large stew pot and you can hold it in one hand and fill it with grenades and That's carry awesome. it, and carry it with you from room to room for the next four hours so that you always have way more explosives than you're ever supposed to have in their design documents. <laughs> and that is how I play that game. Anyway, um, Half-Life Alex is the game that actually made me feel like, oh, video games are changing. And if you look at the definition of game of the year or Jeff Keighley, Half-Life Alex is the only game that actually ticked all of those boxes. Last of Us Part Two, beautiful, beautiful design, beautiful stories, graphics great and stuff like that. And it evolved the gameplay of the series. But to me, it still felt like just the really best of what we already know of a video game. Half-Life Alex is the first game in over a decade that made me feel like, oh, there is another tier to video games 
that we have just cracked into and it did it magnificently you should at least give them the, the, the award for best pitch of 20 <laughs> that was a very good pitch and the award very good pitch. best pitch uh the best part is the the, the, the grenades, grenades in the pot actually thing yeah, it, it, it gives you a, it gives you an idea of how you can like the possibilities are endless in ways that you don't like other video games simply can't do because of, of and yeah it, and it obviously loses like loses yeah uh, because it is, it is on a VR platform and good VR, like no offense PSVR, but like actual PC-based um, head-mounted displays, I understand why so many people have not gotten access to it. And it's, but it's technically, it is more accessible than the PlayStation 5 at this moment. If you really wanted to, True. you could get- Well, yeah, I could, could buy a, that. You I'm can in get a fucking a raffle right now. You could get a quest, a vibe, like all these different things. And so they're awesome. Like I love playing Demon Souls and stuff like that. But the game that actually felt the most fresh and not in a gimmick, just like, oh, there is something else to be had was Half-Life Alex. And also, like not even counting the underlying fact that Valve published a game that was not a multiplayer loot box um do we want money cranker money cranker machine? They do, produced do a wanna, single player game. Do we want to speculate on why player. they didn't uh, include uh, a number? Oh, hold on one second. While you do that, uh, I'm, I'm going. Point. I'm going to contemplate. So give me like three minutes, and I will. Okay. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Be right back. Okay. It, it, oh, it, I hope that I have an allergic I, reaction to the number three. They do. I thought, I, I thought <laughs> that do. sign was gonna say wet paint. <laughs> I don't know why, but like, you know, just like wet paint, beware. Yeah, Half Life Alex, great. I don't have 1500 quid to spend on a gaming rig. Yeah, I guess that's I guess that's the thing, right? And 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 neither neither did I. I slowly built that rig over years, and it just happened to be. And I will, I will fully admit, I will fully admit that the reason I am playing Half-Life Alex is because I got the full uh, Oculus Rift for free because I kickstarted it. Like I would not have purchased the CB1, like the first commercial unit, but because I kickstarted the original one, I got it for free. So that that's what I'm still running on. Like I, I did not drop the 900 or a thousand bucks on the Vive or any of those things. So I got a $600 bump in this in this uh, category yeah yeah it's one of those things where um, like I never had a PC that could run shit and then I eventually played uh, Half-Life 1 a bit and then Half-Life 2 when the orange box came out and and the episode 1 and 2 and absolutely loved them years and years later not in the zeitgeist of when those games came out so uh will i ever play half-life alex maybe not but what i heard about it i'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure like it would probably be in my top three maybe top two if i actually played it unfortunately yeah just have that yeah you just have that wall the most most fun i've ever had the most fun i've ever had with half-life is probably counter-strike so that's me (laughs) like i i would definitely give uh black mesa a, a fair shake. Uh, a good friend of mine actually worked as the writer for it. 
Um, Probably so. the best way to get back to part one. I played part one on like the PlayStation Two or whenever it came, or three, and it was just not. Yeah, play play Black Mesa. It's ten bucks on Steam, and it it's it is so an incredible thing that could only have happened on PC. Like yeah. it, it, it just never would have sourced. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, yeah. everyone, Mitch has returned from his jury room, uh, where he sat as the, the jury. Paint, the paint has dried. Um, so, Mitch, uh, would you like to introduce everyone to the Pixel Points Game of the Year? I would. This is, this is kind of difficult, though. Um, I'm stuck between two. And so it's been, it's, this has been a really hard situation. I appreciate your pitch, Mike. I do. Unfortunately. Since you didn't play it, I understand. Like, it's yeah, not, it's yeah. not only because, to. it's not I only because to. I hadn't played it. It's that I have experienced VR before. And what I've seen of the game, and I obviously haven't played it personally. Mm-hmm. doesn't seem as a monumentous step up in when we're talking about game of the year uh we're talking about the pinnacle of video games and i understand only someone who hasn't played Half-Life alex would speak such speech such, such <laughs> words yes so i'm sorry that that it, will, it is not going to win um know, tom nook obviously will not be getting into the game of the year conversation uh nintendo is is doesn't deserve automatic consideration for game of the year that's not how this works um i'm torn between ghost of shishima and the last of us part two um someone i actually i was really determined to pick one game and uh someone's quote pitch actually made me take a second think and so i might actually take a vote from you guys to see what your guys's votes would be um but the pitch that listed um, the changing of the open world experience um, and dynamics in that regard. Also, The Last of Us Part Two is is a, a an amazing narrative experience, but as a game, it's in my mind, it's not as good of a game to to like play interactively as a game than Ghost of Tsushima. But I'm gonna take your votes really quick just to have that in my backhead consideration really quick so between those two games what would you vote for you don't have to give an explanation if you don't want to but Ghost evan. of tsushima okay evan one thing that the last of us part two has going against itself is it's too fucking long there's way too many points in that game where i thought it was going to end and it didn't and there's just so much they could have cut out with that game without sacrificing story and plot points and what the overall message they want to get across. Um, and you could argue Ghost of Tsushima is too long, I suppose, because it's more of an open world style game. However, that depends on upon you. Yeah. You could com- completely cut that game down by a dozen hours if you wanted to mainline the story. However, you're missing on a lot of side quests. Uh, but... Um, I might go, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, I think. I, I think uh, The Last of Us Part Two is mechanically and technically an amazing game, but I just think it had, it's way too long. I got way too frustrated with how it kept going and going and going. And they they could have kept what they had and, and still preserved 
the great parts about that game without making it like 30 whatever hours I played. I know Mitch, you played it in very fewer hours than I did, but um, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Those side stories are amazing. Like even for, forget even the main story. Those side stories are like Masako. Like there's a reason that several people nominated her for that award. So yeah, Ghost of Tsushima is a slight slight win over The Last of Us Part Two for me. Dan, this is tough because uh, The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, I, yeah, I loved every minute of it really. But I, but now looking back on the year and actually how I felt while playing it, obviously I've had that time to digest both of the games. Um, and I do agree with Evan. There was parts where I was like, "Is it ended yet?" And it's like, "Oh no, it's not ended yet." And so I did feel. Uh, but there was parts of that game which I had the best ever, like just making me think. I don't want to press my button on my controller anymore. And that's sure. those kind of experiences that happen with the game, which we talked about many times in previous things. Uh, so it's tough. But thinking of a whole complete package for Game of the Year, um, I think then go to the fact that the amount of fun that me and Evan had uh, multiplayer with Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which was another part of the game that I didn't even think about when I was playing through the main story of that, and how good the side quests were, and just how beautiful the island of Tsushima was, and how different seasons changed the way everywhere looked and just I don't know just on yeah um so as a complete game I think I have to give it to Ghost of Tsushima all right uh Liam um yeah easily the last of us part two for me um I I I think Ghost of Tsushima is a really good game but I also think it's very similar to most other open world games I, I I think I, I don't it's, a legitimate, into... it's a legitimate criticism for sure. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't buy into the idea that the game's doing anything new other than on a visual level. Um, I, I think it's a lot like most other open world games. Um, although I just love being in the Japanese setting. Um, sure. But I, I think the game itself it gets a little bit stale about halfway through. Uh, I, I suppose, luckily, that's when the story really. And the missions start to get a lot better as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think The Last of Us. I, I personally didn't want it to end when I was playing it, and I, I never found myself getting bored because I felt the pacing was so strong and how it mixed up exactly what you were doing when you progressed through the game. Uh, and also, um, if, if I'm being honest, um, I've heard a lot of open world games this generation more than. Ghost of Tsushima, and if I were to replay one of them, I couldn't see myself wanting to replay Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, but I could probably replay The Last of Us Part 2 a couple more times or more. Um, That's a good point, actually. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, and I think all of the amazing set pieces and story beats that happen in that game would be just as enjoyable. A second time, maybe more so, because you sort of have the context of the whole game, which is missing from your first playthrough. Mike. Um, for me, I have to go with I have to go with uh, a game I actually spent dozens and dozens of dozens of hours playing, and that has to be uh, for me Ghost of Tsushima between the two. Um, and this is you can fully take into context that I have personally not played The Last of Us Part Two. Okay. Um. And 
it is based off of my experience with The Last of Us Part 1. And I know that just this was the mental hurdle. Like when it was brought up of like what to spend my time doing, especially during this year, especially during um, my transition of moving and doing other stuff like that, I needed a game I wanted to play. The Last of Us Part Two was a game that was like, I felt I should play because of the industry and everything around it. But because of my experience with The Last of Us Part One, I was like, I am not in a position to be beaten into submission by the game I'm playing right now. I need something that I can have ups and downs and I can actually enjoy just taking a step back. In a way, I played Ghost of Tsushima a little bit like some other people played Animal Crossing. Like just enjoying where I was and just checking out like eventually yes i did get tired of the haikus because some of them just made sense and i stopped and i, and I stopped having the reverence for them and made them as silly as possible <laughs> yeah, it's like you're just and fucking like, mixing up words at this point yeah. but, but i will like, say yeah. your final haiku is, is a genius like idea to have the final haiku at the very end of the game it's, yeah. it's a good it's a good touch at the end yeah yeah and so that game to me even though yes i'm like oh, okay this is a little open worldly or whatever but the mix of side stories and stuff like that and actually just the refreshment of that for the most part in the game itself there is no weird supernatural stuff that's like oh there happens to be a monster or others of like like that for the most part it is a japanese lore japanese mythology game but about the japanese people not about um yokai and other things like that and i like like, like neo or something like that correct correct neo's yeah. great i love neo like i played through the first one like 98 percent. like i did almost everything in it except for like one double boss that was awful but um ghost of shishima was the game that i actually wanted to play and would just sit back and it felt like it was an escape but i also got something meaningful out of it especially with those side characters masako and other things like that yeah. um great, and great um stuff. so i go uh last of us part two probably is a technical better game it might it might have a much better story and it probably does have a much better story because i've blocked i've not delved into it because i do intend to play it at some point but to me for 2020 the game that meant more to me um was definitely goes to tsushima Keith, before you give me my answer, before you give me your answer, I do have a quick question because you have all the all the votes in front of you in regards to like everyone else's submissions. How many Last of Us mentions are there in someone's vote, and how many Ghost of Tsushima mentions are in someone's vote? Um, so there's three for the Last of Us Part Two and two for Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, and what what do you think? Um, I think what we really need to think about here is boiling it down to the brass tacks. Um, both games are really hard to nominate for Game of the Year because they both expect you to kill dogs. Um, and we, we don't... That's, don't that, is very, that is very true. It's only got no. against dogs. We Get, over Sony hates dogs Get over basically. it. Get over it. That's the headline of 2021. 2021. Um, but there was one game where you can 
pet foxes. <laughs> um, this is true. So to to put the the cherry on the top of the ice cream sundae that um, is Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Do we have a description of what the of of our of our game of the year is? There like a, no, it's no. just. Just game of the year. Okay. Just game of the year. Last of Us has the best animated dog I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but then you've got to kill them, um, unless you play as well, well, Abby, which is the, or you can the, or you can blow them up either or. Yeah. Well, you don't yeah. have to kill them, but you probably they'll want kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the thing is, there there's no such thing as a bad dog, only bad owners. So the Mongols are bad That's owners. That's true. They... <laughs> Where's the cat? So they... That's what true. if the dog has no owner? <laughs> Chicken and the egg? What's going on here? Um, right, going back to what I was saying. So, but The Last of Us Part Two, one of the cast members received death threats. So that needs to be taken into account as well because it touched oh. people enough that they hide behind the anonymity of social media to send that person abuse because they did something in a game that they didn't like. Um, so I think that really needs to be taken into a lot of consideration. Um, pissing people off so much that they'll turn to online abuse um, for narrative storytelling. Is there any kind of unnarrative storytelling? They could have done it in a form of interpretive dance, but I don't think that would have worked as well for a game. Um, I'm, my experience with The Last of Us is I tried to play the first game, didn't like the mechanics, and I didn't like the characters. So... I'd find it quite difficult to say that um, therefore the second game should win anything because I've not played it on that basis. What I would say is that about um, Ghost of Tsushima, yes, it is a open world game and suffers from some of the open world tropes that all open world games suffer from. However, the writing in that game, not just for the side characters, but for some of the NPCs, it doesn't shy away from showing you the dark side of people's lives. So even on one quest, you ride up to a fishing village, there's a girl there crying, and she says, my family have been slaughtered by bandits. So you ride off, kill the bandits, but find a letter on one of the bandits that says that the woman who was there crying actually um, asked the bandits to come to her place to rob them um, and then so she could run away with the bandit leader. Um, but the bandits showed up and they killed their family and took all their stuff anyway and just left her alive. So, and then you ride back to confront her to find out that she's committed suicide. Mm. And it's those kinds of elements of the world isn't just from that protagonist's point of view. Um, you're viewing it through different lenses as you're going along because Jin is pretty dull, to be honest. Yeah. And, no one nominated him for best character. No, but this is where the, the the weight and work that was put into the side characters in the world, I think, shines through. Um, well, and Keith, like, I, like, I would also say that if you played The Last of Us, you would know that some of those things were popularized in the first game and were even better in the second game. The way that they yeah, but the, the mechanics those sort of things them. into the worlds and just the environments, like you can yeah, find but, like skeletons in certain places and you can actually figure out what happened to them. Yeah, it's just that I'm not going to bring myself to play it because 2020 was so fucking miserable that I didn't want to be more miserable. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I, wanted, I wanted to leave the girl just happily there sitting on a PS Vita playing I Hotline think, Miami. I, I didn't I want to stab her in the throat. That Mitch is oh, a but long I time to consider this point. He's had like two weeks. He's had now all of us talking again. So I think at this point we just need to know that a fucking game of the year is. Or you can just decide something really around like Tetris. I didn't, I didn't give a pitch myself. <laughs> okay, but my pitch is extremely quick. It's squadrons, isn't it? No, I would much rather mail a hunk of metal to Bellevue than Santa Monica. <laughs> so what's the game of the year, Mitch? Um, okay, so I just quickly want to say, I, I feel like these two games, what one game doesn't do well, the other game makes up for it, which is why it's making the decision so hard. The gameplay mechanics in, in, uh, in Ghost of Tsushima are much better than The Last of Us Part Two, but the narrative in The Last of Us Part Two is so much better than Ghost of Tsushima, even though they're, they're both good. Um, the thing that just kills me in my brain is that one game has zombies, and that's a problem. <laughs> is that it's it's a we're talking about game of the year and it depends on what my definition of game is and that's where the issue is because the last of us i feel is a more interactive experience and not as much of a game than ghost of tsushima it's not very happy with that <laughs> How, however <laughs> The game that will win game of the year will go to, drum roll please. It'll be The Last of Us Part Two. What? Oh, we thought that. All right. Um, oh, now, complete waste. Now, Thanks for wasting our time, Bob. We got to mail a hunk of metal to Santa Monica. Now, ah. the now the only reason why is uh, is because I've never played a game where I, I I had to put the controller down and not feel like I want to hit a button. Yeah, sure. I agree with you there. That was, really, I, if, that, that was if, the... if, if that moment did not happen in The Last of Us Part Two, it would not win this award. Hands down. Because I think Ghost of Tsushima, I think, does a lot of things to um, evolute, uh, to revolutionize the open world genre. I think they simplify a lot of mechanics, doing open world environments, have the environment leading you to things. I think it's amazing. And I think it's revolutionary in different ways. My However, wife, my wife thought that was the coolest thing ever. That I was running guided by the wind, run, running around and finding stuff that it wasn't a big, like just honky icon. And she's like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "Well, like I follow the wind. Like the wind will show me different things and like different." Like she's like, "That's really cool. I would run around. Like I would follow the wind. I would paint all the colors of the wind." Like my wife, who doesn't play video games, thought that was amazing. Yeah, and I and I I'm so disheartened because I wish like we had a we had like. Could, I could give two because I would give them both the award because I think both of them are probably the Ghost of Tsushima would easily beat out any other game of the year nominee in the last like two to three years hands down but unfortunately wow from Mitch's perspective of course Liam don't get too angry God of War <laughs> not God of War but I said two three years so like God of War came out in 2018 oh okay sorry anything besides those two sorry but it's just like it's just it's you you would have won except for not this year and not two years ago so you might have won last year oh you would have won <laughs> yeah. last year for yeah. sure the other thing i'd sure. say is can we just say that both of those games that you're considering are sony first party because sony so, yeah. knew how to make yeah. games yeah 
Like, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. Hats off, hats off to Sony. They make really and, and exceptional first-party games. See, and like I'm, I'm really here with Burkhoff because I'm like, this is gonna get lost in Santa Monica. <laughs> I'm just mad. I'm just mad that it's, it's going go to go Well, I, that's why I hope Don't Neil be. Druckmann just like keeps it as his house. To be and fair, maybe, like, I feel sense... like if we sent it to Ghost of Tsushima, like Ghost of Tsushima developers, they'd actually cherish it because they've won nothing else this year. Because, Whereas yeah, the last right? two lot would be like, oh yeah, we'll just chuck it yeah, on the pile. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> chuck it on the pile. Like, and like, and not, not just for the sake of like, oh, give it to, like, you know, they don't have as many awards. We should give them one or two awards. But it's more like, and, and, Actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ghost of Tsushima is our game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally talking about this game, I was like, I can't say anything more about The Last of Us Part Two except about the, about the story of putting my controller down. The rest of it's gameplay, and the gameplay you play for more longer time, and I'm talking about how Ghost of Tsushima is so revolutionary. It has to be Ghost of the Shishima. Yes! Let's sign that punch. trophy. Let's get let's, it. Let's get, I'm a hypocrite. Let's get on the I have to do it. <laughs> the, the Sucker Punch developers are just going to like, they got this award and they're going to be like, oh, this is so nice. I, I really appreciate this. They're going to go back and watch the video and see that they gave us the last of us the award first and then change their minds. <laughs> it doesn't matter if we change our minds. They get it in the end and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Like it again. I think they would agree that these both games are exceptional games, and this was the yep. hardest decision. That's why I hated doing this. That's why I hated you gave me the power because that's like that's why I wanted your votes because like I'm like most of the time it's basically it looked like Ghost of Shima won. To be fair, time. Mitch, I don't envy you because I was between those two as well. To be fair, I know I put Empire Sin in, but I just kind of put that in for fun. But, uh, oh really, yeah, of course. The two, yeah. the two games I had the most fun with this year were probably those two. Yeah, and actually, funny enough, with Ghost of Tsushima, I enjoyed the story, but I actually enjoyed playing online multiplayer with yeah. Evan with it more than <laughs> more yeah. than the game. But it's still it's still up there because of that. So it actually it actually yeah, it, won it might, two awards. Might have been different. Might have been different. You know, if it, uh, Last of Us had gotten off their button, like actually had their multiplayer at launch and blah blah, like they promised, but they're like, no, yeah, no, what's that's going like, on with that? That's like a that's like a twenty twenty three project. They, that's like a twenty twenty three project. They never promised it. So no, no, I didn't. I'm so just saying. Congratulations. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry, I, 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 it was Cyberpunk who's like, we're gonna have multiplayer, but it's farther down the line. Sorry, oh, yeah. not and, and here's and here's Cyberpunk being like, we're gonna have DLC out in February, even though our game is still broken. <laughs> well, I mean, different developers, right? You know, like yeah. people fixing the bugs on the yeah. people making yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk is gonna be the best game of 2022, guarantee. Yeah. Are you okay. sure? Are you sure it's not gonna be Wait Star Citizen? I'm telling you. I'm telling That's you. That's right 2029. Now, it is not going to. I don't 2020, think. Never. Hot take, hot take for the year, hot take for 2021, <laughs> that uh, Cyberpunk 2077 does not get nominated for Game of the Year. Probably not. Um, for, right. for the uh, it depends. I think if God of War, Ragnarok, and Ratchet come out, then I think no chance. Well, you have Ratchet, you have Halo, you have... Um, well, it's if Halo makes War, it. You have Horizon it... Zero Dawn 2. It, it, um, really, it really depends how quickly Cyberpunk can pull a No Man's Sky. I mean, there's the there new Call of Duty. It could win best ongoing game. There's... Well, no, but as far as as far as the, as far as the Keeley cutoff, it technically still is the 2021 game of the year. Uh, 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 it has yeah, the ability. Yeah, but in, in the mind so. of the journalist, they might just give it best ongoing game instead of game of the year. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, on, yeah, that, yeah. on that hot take, on that not a hot fix, that's something totally different. The fact they um, call them hot fixes, <laughs> it's like they're just like asking for it, ass whooping about that shit. <laughs> um, so congratulations to Sucker Punch Studios um, for making our favorite, best, top, um, all of the other synonyms for 2020. Um, Can I do a bold prediction? The prediction show will be next week. But I just want to do one now because I think it's, I was going to say that our game of the year next year will also be a Sony first party game. Ooh. Uh, let's... It depends if Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. That's true. Yeah. I'm getting my vote. What, what, about the new, what about the new Animal Crossing game? <laughs> I'll get my vote. <laughs> hey, Animal Crossing 2 ain't coming out, and neither is Mario Kart 9. That wouldn't get my vote for game of the year either. <laughs> Actually, it would get no one's vote for game of the year. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a great game. It'd be a great like be like oh, this oh great is fun. Yeah, like so fun. Yeah, definitely. I was trying to do a nice succinct ending that we could clip and then potentially right. share on social media so that when when a, a, a oh, tank shows up at Sucker Punches Studios, they actually you know what the fuck's going on. Honestly, we should um, just do an after show and make them a hello video of like, you're, congratulations, you won our award. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> this site that regu- regularly gets double digit views. <laughs> <laughs> double. All right. So, gentlemen, that's up to 100. We're out. <laughs> Maybe if the music starts playing. <laughs> yeah, we don't hear the music now. I think you must have not heard it. I didn't set up the zoom so you guys could be on the stage. Should have. Yeah, that works both ways. Yeah, seriously, you're lagging a little bit today. So you don't have to turn your background. You're, you're just lagging on all around today. Lazy on our biggest show of the year. Ah, uh, no. That's not the biggest case. show of 2021. last year.